Good evening, Mosaic. It is Good Friday, and uh, we enter this space tonight um, with anticipation. Um, Good Friday is when we begin to celebrate uh, the, the last few hours of the life of Jesus on this planet. And uh, if you were one of the disciples with Jesus, um, you would have been wondering uh, what was going on, and this Friday would have felt uh, anything but good. The reason why we celebrate it as Good Friday is because the last few hours of Jesus' life on this planet uh, were for our redemption. So tonight we're going to journey together with Jesus and we're going to follow those last few hours. And as we do, uh, we're going to sing, we're going to have some scriptures uh, that will be read, we're going to take some time to be silent together, and we're going to experience the last few hours of our Savior's life. So as we step into this time together, I'm going to pray and we'll enter in. Jesus, we're grateful for what you did for us 2,000 years ago on this Friday that we now call good. I pray that tonight that we would encounter you, Jesus, that we would walk with you on your journey to the cross, knowing that every step you took was for our redemption. We love you, Jesus. Amen. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen His glory the glory of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The light has come into the world, and the people love the darkness rather than the light, because their works were evil. Everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. As it is written, none is righteous, no, not one. No one understands, no one seeks for God. All have turned aside, together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. For all have sinned fall short of the glory of God. Your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. For the wages of sin is death.
Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, when the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and taking a towel, tied it around his waist, then poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. And he came out and went to the Mount of Olives, as was his custom, and the disciples followed him. When he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And there appeared to him an angel from heaven,
holding Jesus in custody were mocking him as they beat him. They also blindfolded him and kept asking him, prophesy, who is it that struck you? And they said many other things against him, blaspheming him. When morning came, all the chief priests and the elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And they bound him and led him away and delivered him over to Pilate the governor. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said, You have said so. 
But when he was accused by the chief priests and elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they testify against you? But he gave him no answer, not even to a single charge, so that the governor was greatly amazed. Now it was the custom at the festival to release a prisoner whom the people requested. A man called Barabbas was in prison with the insurrectionists who had committed murder in the uprising. The crowd came up and asked Pilate to do for them what he usually did. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor again said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release to you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with Jesus who is called Christ? They all said, Let him be crucified. And he said, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that he was gaining nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. And all the people answered, His blood be on us and on our children. And he released for them Barabbas, and having scourged Jesus, soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the governor's headquarters, and they gathered the whole battalion before him. And they stripped him, and put a scarlet robe on him, and twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on his head, and put a reed in his right hand. And kneeling before him, they mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And they spit on him, and took the reed, and struck him on the head. i 
soften room in my place condemned he stood sealed my pardon with his blood hallelujah what a savior God, my God, 
why have you forsaken me? And Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said to fulfill the scripture, I thirst. A jar full of sour wine stood there. So they put a sponge full of the sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. Then Jesus, calling out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last.
Before him, like a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground, he had no form or majesty that we should look at him, and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the punishment that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. I'm 
my sin that held him there until it was accomplished. And this night, we contemplate the heaviness of our sin. That he was wounded for our transgressions and he was crushed for our iniquity. He came for us. God demonstrated his own love for us in this that while we were sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. As we prepare to head out of here tonight, We just want to do so contemplating the weight and the reality of our sin, knowing that had Jesus not come to take the weight upon his shoulders, the death that he died was certainly deserved for us. That we should have been crushed for our iniquities. It was our sin that held him there. As we head out, we want to do so in silence and in contemplation, knowing that only because of Jesus, this Friday is truly good. I'm going to pray for us. I'm going to read a prayer from the Valley of the Vision, and as I say amen. I just want to encourage us to all head out of here tonight in silence. Why don't you bow your heads and pray together. Blessed Lord Jesus, before thy cross I kneel and see the heinousness of my sin, my iniquity that caused thee to be made a curse the evil that excites the severity of divine wrath. Show me the enormity of my guilt by thy crown of thorns, the pierced hands and feet, the bruised body, the dying cries. Thy blood is the blood of incarnate God. It's worth infinite its value beyond all thought infinite must be the evil and guilt that demands such a price sin is my malady my monster my foe my viper born in my birth alive in my life strong in my character dominating my faculties, following me as a shadow, intermingling with my every thought, my chain that holds me captive in the empire of my soul. Sinner that I am, why should the sun give me light? The air supply breath, the earth bear my tread, its fruits nourish me, its creatures subserve my ends. 
yet thy compassions yearn over me. The heart hastens to my rescue. Thy love endured my curse. Thy mercy bore my deserved stripes. Let me walk humbly in the lowest of depths of humiliation, bathed in thy blood, tender of conscience, triumphing gloriously as an heir of salvation. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you. 